Hello and welcome to another episode of the Arriving Somewhere with Matt J podcast. I don't know why I'm doing that voice, but it got your attention, didn't it? Or you tuned out. Who knows? I actually listened to a podcast where the introduction is a voice like that, and it makes me laugh every time. And if you'll, you probably realize by now that I do like to, to put on the odd voice here and there, do a bit of impressions, no matter how bad they are. And I hope you enjoy those, because it certainly brings me immense joy doing them. Anyway, welcome to the Arriving Somewhere with Matt J podcast, commentary, comedy, conversation. Don't forget to, I shouldn't say don't forget, you should have a positive spin. Remember to subscribe, like, comment, share, all of that good stuff, because you love me. And that's why you'll do it, because you care deeply about my feelings. And as we all know, we live in a time where feelings are the most important thing. So please add to that positivity and good vibes by liking, commenting, sharing, and most importantly, subscribing. Okay, well, welcome to Monday, 18th of July. And in New Zealand today, big headline, big splash, apparently racism and discrimination. They're rife. They're rife against politicians that's right the politicians are having a moan that they've been criticized (laughs) by the public we'll go into that in a little bit but first as always on a monday it's weekend recap time we'll just go back and see have a quick look at what happened over the weekend and there was some absolute hilarity as always and some disturbing stuff too as always so let's get into it. Actually, some I think Jen said that my introduction music to the weekend recap should be elevator music, and I like that idea. So we'll try and figure something out around there. Hopefully, in the next few weeks, I can add a, a few more sparkles, a few more, you know, a bit more glam to the show. And uh, I like the idea of a little bit of elevator music to introdu- introduce this section. Right, weekend recap. Good old, uh, I don't even know if I want to play this, but it's, because do we really need to hear his voice? Good old Trudeau came out and said this. Line that defending freedom of expression, defending journalistic independence and integrity is always going to be a foundation, not just of, of Canada, but of any strong democracy. Hypocrite warning. Absolutely hilarious. Strong democracy. Strong democracy. Why does he talk like he's got, you know, like he's a puppet? And we all know how puppets work with the, the hand up the jacksie. Why does he talk like that? It's the worst form. Of, it's just annoyance, pure smugness. Why do people believe these people? I don't know how we can listen to them without them driving us crazy. I don't know how people can listen to them and take them seriously. A democracy shutting down people's bank accounts and, and supporting independent journalism while throwing hundreds of millions of dollars at, at the the big big media. Hmm. Okay. But you, how can you get up there and say things like that? It's just, it's absolutely mind-blowing. I mean, it is how I'd imagine a, a sociopath would behave. So take that for what you will. Of course, the favourite thing on the weekend, which you probably would have all heard by now, was some guy at the Capitol, <laughs> confronted AOC, and we'll just play it. This is going to be 
Probably something in the old highlight bank for a while. Let's let, let's play the video. Here we go. AOC, my favorite big booty Latina. I love you, AOC. You're my favorite. She wants to kill babies, but she's still beautiful. You look very beautiful in that dress. You look very sexy. Look at that booty on AOC. That's my favorite big booty Latina. I love it. My favorite AOC. Nice to meet you, AOC. Look how sexy she looks in that dress. Woo, I love it, AOC. Hot, hot, hot like a tamale. <laughs> AOC, my favorite. Oh, dude. <laughs> Absolute gold in New Zealand. You know, the, according to the story of today, you just it's discrimination, misogyny. That would go into the statistics. You'd probably be, um, what would you? You'd be investigated for that. Uh, and then, still on the weekend recap, this video popped up. I won't, I won't play it. She swears quite a bit, but she basically says, I mean, it's just one of those unbelievable videos, and it's like another rabbit hole, I guess, to go down. That this lady has been criticising people for believing that there's cameras in the birds and birds aren't real, so to so to speak, and that she's going through the CIA documents, unclassified documents, and certain things are redacted, but that the CIA was working on having cameras on birds or in birds or whatever, and that they still they did this for a long time, and who knows how far that had actually played out. So regardless of what you think of all that, I mean, we now all have phones, so we kind of just film everything anyway, and let's face it, these things are very easily taken over by somebody else behind the scenes so do we need cameras and birds today i mean we have gmo mosquitoes that they admitted to and of course the excuse there is oh we're just gonna we're gonna crush malaria it's the hyper focused thing we're just gonna we're gonna destroy one thing it's oh do you think releasing gmo mosquitoes into the world do you think that's gonna have any negative effect on anything other any other environmental factors or our health or no 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 don't worry about it now they die in a few days they don't they don't breed they don't okay do we know that for sure we're just going to release a mass experiment. See what happens. Okay. Wonder what else is in the mosquitoes. Anyway, moving, moving, moving on. This is a video. Doctor Mike Yeadon. He's an ex. Um, I'll I'll say pie. And. Eza, <laughs> pie Eza, if you know what I mean. He's an ex pie Eza vice president, and he explains to Brian Hooker on CHDTV. If you want to go to Doctors and Scientists on CHDTV for the full episode, this is Dr. Mike Yeadon explaining what he did one afternoon. And well, if this doesn't scare you, if this doesn't scare you, you are unscarable. I remember one afternoon in about two hours, I came up with three or four ways of poisoning people in a way that you would not be able to detect it. So I could, I could, uh, do something that would augment tumours and make them run away. You know, I could put a promoter gene. I could put a, a promoter to a promoter gene. So you, do, you would get no acute toxicity, but sometime in the next period, six months or a year, you would have a, a plethora of different tumours. Mutations, exactly. Yeah, which you could blame on whatever crap is going on in the world, and you could just lie about what's going on in the world. Right, right. And I, I could find it easy to, again, come up with things that would cause neurological damage by altering neurotransmitters, the enzymes for that. Easy, really easy. It's it's always been 10, 10 to 100 times uh, easier to hurt people by accident than to, than to produce clinical benefit. You have to find a way of helping people, and you've got to be aware that it's so likely that you'll produce unwanted effects. 
There you go. You can go to chd.tv for that full episode. Okay, moving on. Running through the rest of this quickly. Uh, top economist has warned Australia could spiral into civil unrest like we're seeing in Sri Lanka. Uh, he said the country was trillions of dollars in debt and so- with soaring inflation. And Australia is currently at 5.1%, which is far lower than Sri Lanka's 45.3%. But little more than a year ago, Sri Lanka had 6.1% headline inflation. So a warning there to the Aussies. Uh, still on the weekend recap, a homophobic telescope reveals first high-res images of deep space. I don't know why the telescope's homophobic. I never bothered looking into it because I don't care because it is absolutely ludicrous. But homophobic telescope, deep space, the joke writes itself. And of course people mocking NASA for releasing an image that looks like an 80s background or people's carpets or whatever. So all good stuff. In New Zealand this video, I'm not sure the date of this video, but it's popped up again. It must be fairly recent. But I'll just play the first 10 seconds and here we go. It's on a New Zealand, one of those sort of talk showy, weird shows that we all love to hate. you will know that we are very pro-vaccination, pro-booster, um, and I think we were pretty surprised to see that result today. 57% of New Zealanders, according to this poll, keen for those unvaccinated nurses to come back. We need, we need the staff, but I, for one, I wouldn't want a family member being treated by an unvaccinated nurse. Mm, I'm the same. Oh. Oh, you wouldn't, would you? Absolutely. That's crazy. As someone pointed out to me, why do you care? Why do you care? as long as the nurse isn't sick. Now, I know for a fact that we are still firing nurses because I have friends and family who are being sacked for refusing boosters while we're in a nurse shortage and the health sector is in meltdown because of Voldemort virus and flu and staff shortages. And they continue to sack... And I'm talking experienced nurses. You know, people that have been there 10, 20, 30 years. It is just wild to watch. Why do you care if someone's unjabbed it's not a vax we know that why do you care as long as they're not sick why does it matter then spoiler it doesn't matter we can i'll play the rest of this because it's just crazy i'm sorry i just want to know that my healthcare workers are vaccinated and that they're all in the same camp just for god's sake get the jab go back to work (laughs) take one for the team you know every now and then we have to do something we don't want to do but your country's calling get the jab go back just get the jab. Just do it, mate. Take one for the team. You absolute psychopaths. And then, of course, they are now pounding or hounding us about masks again here. And I was actually quite happy. I went to the petrol station. I was like, wow, most people here aren't masked up. Good for you guys. Good for you. Went to the supermarket. Everybody was fully compliant and giving you the stare down if you didn't have one on despite having no, no idea despite people not knowing your own story why you're not doing it doesn't matter just comply just take one for the team so you can spare me all the mask bullshit when you keep firing nurses and creating the problem yourself anyway moving on from that for now because that gets me riled up we'll flick through some of the rest of this uh, apparently there's a helen keller conspiracy that i found out on the weekend that never heard of it never heard of it before and that's something i'm going to look into because that's that's amusing. That's interesting. That's I don't. Does it matter? Probably not. Maybe I don't know. 
I don't know anything about it, so I'm not going to comment, but I love these wild conspiracy theories, especially because how so many of them have end up becoming true. <laughs> I mean, the bird thing, for example. They mock people for thinking, oh, birds aren't real. Then you look at a CIA document, well, that woman did anyway, looks into some CIA documents on the on the internet, and turns out they had been working on that. So it's often these wild conspiracy theories point to something that is actually true. Uh, also in New Zealand on the weekend, July 16th, hundreds rally for abortion rights in Auckland after Roe v. Wade overturned. So they're rallying for, this is in various cities, Auckland, Hamilton, uh, Napier, Wellington, there's rallies for America for a pro-abortion from people who are living in a country with the most radical abortion laws on earth. These people are rallying while living in a country because they've got to stick up for their... They probably have no idea what the ruling actually means. So I'm not going to go into the details of that again. You can go listen to previous episodes. But what was funny is the the decision ignited discussion around the globe. This is uh, an article in the media. And how it might impact the rights of women and people who can fall pregnant... In New Zealand, apparently we can fall pregnant. Did you know that? We can fall pregnant in New Zealand. So if you want to get pregnant, just come to New Zealand and it just happens. It's a miracle, miracle of science. You just fall pregnant, even if you're not a woman, just a person. And then a retired doctor and health activist that the media dredged up from the left-wing swamp, I guess, she says, quote, Abortion is a very, very safe procedure, and there hasn't been a single death due, due directly to abortion procedures since we started collecting good statistics since 1980. Not a single death caused by abortion in the last 42 years. Anyone want to tell her? <laughs> That's from a doctor. Granted, she's 87 and may have lost some of her marbles. Just guessing. Not implying anything, New Zealand. Just just guessing. I'm probably wrong. It's a bit of a joke too. Alright, I have to make all this very clear. Because of New Zealand's potential hate speech stuff. And because of the story I'm going to go into right now as well. Anyway, there you go. Weekend recap. Done. Dusted. For another week. And we're going to go into... Again, the weekend recap's just most of the show again, but it's good times. A bit of commentary, a bit of fun, a bit, bit of laughter, and some horror as well. But here we go. So today's major story in New Zealand is racism, discrimination, rife. Again, coming from New Zealand's amazing news outlet. Amazing, wonderful, and diverse news outlet. The Dominion Post, aka Stuff. Uh, almost half of elected... Local government members have experienced racism, gender discrimination, or other forms of harmful behaviour in the course of their work. Oh. The new local government the new local government New Zealand LGNZ survey also found local government New Zealand, okay. Survey also found of the one hundred and five respondents across fifty six local authorities, forty three percent experienced other forms of harassment, prejudice. Uh, prejudice, threatening or derogatory behaviour since taking public office. Close to a quarter of respondents said they were not sure how to report harassment or discrimination. Less than a third said they felt connected with other elected members in their workplace. Very messy writing. This not exactly clear, is it? Uh, this comes amid a rise in personal attacks levelled at those in public-facing positions. With women and those from diverse communities bearing the brunt of the discrimination. 
Wow. Isn't that incredible? Maybe is it these this is <laughs> what's fascinating is none of this goes into are people angry with their local authorities and politicians? Why could that be? Gee, I wonder lockdowns and inflation, the mass centralization of everything, government centralizing power to itself, firing of nurses and other staff that we need, jab mandates. I mean, pick your poison. Pick your poison. And what's funny too is that there's headlines coming out now about this isn't the New Zealand that I grew up in. Is New Zealand broken? Question mark. And not one of these articles that has been popping up over the last three, four months seems to point at the government or say maybe socialism doesn't work. Maybe, maybe we shouldn't be a socialist state because this isn't the New Zealand that I grew up in. But these media outlets, again, funded by the government with their big funding packages, never seem to question it. I wonder if that's intentional or not. Hmm. Anyway, continuing on. So, women and those from diverse communities bearing, bear the brunt of discrimination. That's interesting with the big push for diversity. I wonder if now that the media has just been pushing this whole victim, victim, oppressed, oppressor narrative, there's always there's people that are oppressing the other groups and they're pushing this division of society and constantly pushing the pay gap myth and all of those things and misogyny and toxic masculinity and the patriarchy and that must be taken down all that kind of thing i wonder if years of pushing that has resulted in more people feeling like victims and maybe these people are just being criticized these people when i say these people i mean maybe these politicians and local authorities are just being criticized for the job they're doing but instead they say, oh, you're just criticizing me because I'm a woman or because I'm a minority. Something to think about anyway. Uh, more recently, Auckland mayoral candidate Efeso Collins and his young family were nearly run off the road, nearly run off the road by members of the public. That's uh, interesting language. What does nearly run off the road? I mean, obviously, nobody's condoning violence or threats being made here or following people like that. That's absolute. That's not not a healthy society. You can't. This is <laughs> we're not. Nobody's condoning criminal behaviour. I hope because that's that's gross. But that's a one sentence line in this report to, to to justify the rest of this article or to help further cement the idea in this article. And what does nearly mean? And what's the rest of that story? Don't know. It's very. It's just brushed over. Was that an incident or not? Not sure. Anyway, local government New Zealand president. Stuart Crosby said this. How many, bureau- how many bureaucrats in this country do we have? I was listening to George Gammon from the Rebel Capitalist, Capitalist, show, Capitalist show talking. And he said, if you took away the government positions, I mean, how, many, how much of a percent of people employed in, in, say, the USA or New Zealand or whatever is actually just a bureaucrat working in government, unelected official that we don't really even need? How many? How many people? Of the total working population. Because it's probably very high. 20%? I don't know. 30%? It seems extraordinarily high. The more you read about all this news stuff, the more of these government organisations pop up that I've never heard of. And you go, where the hell have these people come from? When was this organisation started? And you start to see why things are so messy and destructive. <laughs> it's just crazy. Anyway, he says... The results made for tough reading. 
But to shift the dial, we need to start with acknowledging that there is a problem and find ways to address it. Oh, here comes the diversity and the push again for hate speech. Because this is, again, just priming, just probing, just pushing that in, pushing it in for another attempt. This is my prediction. This type of behaviour put progress at risk, he said. What progress? In recent years, is he talking about progress on racism? In recent years, there had been a small rise in the number of Māori, women and young elected members around the table. Okay. Uh, I hope it's because they are the most competent ones for the, for the role and they got selected. That's fantastic. But I sometimes have my doubts on this. Of the current mayors, councillors and other elected members, 40.5% are women, compared with 50.4% of the general population. Oh, travesty. Got to get that number up, people. Another 10% to go. Uh, 13.5% are Māori, compared to 17.1% of the general population. Well, that's, again, it's not good enough, New Zealand. And representation of multi-ethnic and Pacific communities remains low. Terrible. The average age of elected members is 56 to 60, with only 13.9% under the age of 40. Good. Good. Most people under the age of 40, I would not want anywhere near Parliament. Mind you, most people in Parliament and local authorities and those sort of positions of power are the sorts of people you wouldn't want having any kind of power over you. (laughs) I mean, who would want to go into any of these roles? Do you? I certainly wouldn't. It sounds like an absolute horrible, horrible position to take. And you question the sorts of people that want to go into those roles in the first place and are so driven for power that what what types of people are drawn to politics? I know there's a small percentage that are in, in there to do good. And a lot of them probably go in there to do good initially and become corrupt quite quickly. But And then there's the small percent on, on that that keep their integrity and... Uh, trying to protect personal rights and freedoms and sovereignty of nations. I know that there are those people in there, but they are a dying breed, and the majority of people that are attracted to politics uh, seem to be ones that want positions of power and prestige. And that's probably always been the case, but the, uh, the ideal candidates are ones that don't actually want the positions, that don't want to do it. Those really seem to be the ideal ones that are... And because of that reason, most people like that aren't going into politics. Uh, At least two council, continuing on with the article, at least two council candidates have cited racism and a lack of diversity as motivation for running in this year's election. Oh my god. Oh, please. But at least it's only two that have cited it. Uh, Chief chief executive from the LGNZ, Susan Freeman-Green, was concerned by some behaviour already on show in the early stages of campaigning for October's elections. Hmm, I'm going to leave that article there because it's just... You can see where this has gone. I'm not going to question what they've been doing and why maybe the general public is so angry and so put out by all of this. No, we're just going to go straight back to racism and discrimination. And we'll push more into that area because that's really... We have to focus on equity and diversity... And you can just shut up, like it or lump it, just shut up. Let us get on with what we are doing. Don't question us, especially if we're a woman or a minority. There should be no questions asked. And do not doubt. It's like if I went and talked to my local MP, my local Labour MP, who the Labour is, again, the people in charge currently running the government with Miss Ardern, 
with Cindykins. Uh, it's like, see, even then, is that to some people with me calling her Cindykins? Is that misogyny? Is it? No, I don't know. No, I don't think it is. When do are we allowed to continue to criticise our politicians? They, you got to remember, they serve us. It's as simple as that. They serve us, not condoning any threats or violence or anything like that. Of course not. That's disgusting. But if I, for example, went to my local MP and accused her of being a communist, is that hate speech? Is that, I don't know what you'd call it, harassment? What? Considering that a lot of the Labour MPs last year or the year before were up in Parliament calling each other comrade flippantly and that their leader is a socialist who was head of the Union of uh, Young Socialist Youth, whatever the name is, UC or something. She was the head of it at 27 and then became Prime Minister eight, nine years later. And she's never denounced socialism and a lot of her policies cent- centralising everything, mass central centralisation of health, education, uh, the environment push, mass centralisation is very socialist behaviour. Locking down of the economy, hmm. My point being, if I went and asked my local representative of Labour if they were a socialist or a communist, is that considered harassment? Would she answer the question? I know for a fact that this woman refuses to answer questions from nurses that are getting sacked. Anyway, right, I'm going to leave it there. You can see where this has gone. The, just more and more of the racism, diversity, equity, discrimination all of that, that they continue to hyper-focus on rather than getting to the root cause of a lot of these problems. And I'm sure we'll get another headline along these lines tomorrow because they continue to double, triple, quadruple down on all of this, all the time, every day. It's all fun and games over here in New Zealand. Radio, going to leave it there for today. Bit of a longer episode. Hope you enjoyed that. Weekend recap always takes up a lot of time. Uh, but I'll be back to talk to you again tomorrow. And um, yeah, this has been the Arriving <laughs> Somewhere with Matt J podcast. Please remember to like, share, subscribe, comment. And just generally, yeah, <laughs> I don't know where I'm going with that. Have a great rest of your day.